0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another wonderful episode of The Gospel According to Stupid. I'm Johnny Waters, and this is my podcast. It's super rad. Uh, how's everybody doing? Everybody doing good after this little Christmas holiday season of hopefully seeing folks and, uh, and what have you? Uh, getting a good haul, or not. Decking said halls and, uh, you know, you get it, it's two different fucking... Balls. It's really funny. Anyway, um, let's see. Uh, business in the front. You can find us at a website, johnwatersvoiceover.com forward slash podcasts, uh, where you can donate and listen to this podcast and uh, well, at least <laughs> reference yourself back to a couple of places where you can really listen to it and get a really good vibe of the whole thing. Um, You can find us on the Twitter at Accord2Stupid and uh, you can email us at uh, email us slash me mostly uh, at according to stupid at gmail.com. So uh, we're going to start off today. Let's see. So what happened last time? Last time we had a a couple of bad kings and we had one who lit incense that wasn't supposed to light some incense and uh, things didn't go terribly great and it seems like things are going to kind of go down the, the shitter here in a bit. There's uh, less than 10 chapters left in Second Chronicles before we move on to Ezra, um, and then we'll, we'll see what happens. So this might be a couple of episodes. It might be a couple more weeks or so. We'll see how long these chapters go, but uh, yeah, well, we'll go from there. All right, everybody? Everybody ready and prepared and listening? I've, I've had a pretty good Christmas, uh, for those who are asking. Um, hold on, I'm. I gotta re-wet my whistle here. Um, so I got this really cool little signage for uh for my office, and it looks great. I love it. It's one of those little light up, light up sign things. Uh, that's like LED lit glass or whatever it is. It's real, real cool. I'm, I'm a big fan of it. Uh, really wish that um. You know, uh, PS5s were out in stock and things, but so does the rest of the world. And um, it sounds like we might be actually, in America, be getting our second of the year uh, stimulus uh, at some point, which might be nice, because I know mine's going right to either taxes or to a PS5 when I get one. Someday. Um, That's what I know uh, everything else Christmas-wise has been pretty great. No, no real complaints at all. All right. So, uh, we've been reading from the org. Go and find that. That's good fun. Um, <laughs> if you can leave a comment and be like, check out this fucking podcast. It's real cool. Um, and that'd be great. But till then, uh, we're on, uh, 2nd Chronicles chapter 28 and here we go. Ahaz was 20 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. But he did not that which was right in the sight of the Lord, like David his father. He did not that which was... He didn't do good in the sight of... But David was all right, right? Like, David was good. He did not that which was right in the sight of the Lord, like David his father. Oh, well, okay, whatever. For he walked in the ways of the kings of Israel and made also molten images for Balaam, not a good thing. Moreover, he burnt incense in the valley of the son of Hinnom and burnt his children in the fire. Holy fuck a cock! After the abominations uh, of the heathen whom the Lord hath cast out before the children of Israel, so this guy's taken a hard left turn. By, by not only worshiping other other gods apparently and making molten images, but also, uh, you know, taking his kiddos and throwing them in the fire, much like uh, Cherie from uh, Game of Thrones. Um, He sacrificed also and burnt incense in the high places and on the hills and under every green tree. So this place smelled either really great or like the inside of a hippie's, you know, green shop. Wherefore the Lord his God delivered him into the hand of the king of Syria, and they smote him, and carried away a great multitude of them captives, and brought them to Damascus. And he was also delivered into the hand of the king of Israel, who smote him with a great slaughter. All right, so he lost a couple battles, and it seems like he lost. For Pekah, the son of Ramalia, slew in Judah an hundred and twenty thousand in one day. Holy Christ! which were all valiant men, because they had forsaken the Lord God of their fathers. And Zikri, a mighty man of Ephraim, slew Masaiah, the king's son, and Ezekem, the governor of the house, and Elkanah, that was next to the king. And the children of Israel carried away captive uh, of their brethren two hundred thousand women, sons, and daughters, and took also away much spoil from them, and brought the spoil to Samaria. But the prophet of the Lord was there, whose name was Oded. And uh, he went out before the host that came to Samaria and said unto them, Behold, because the Lord God of your fathers was wroth with Judah, he hath delivered them into your hand, and we have ye have slain them in a rage that reacheth up unto heaven. Okay, so he's just like, hey, because God's with us, we were able to do this. Remember that. Just because of one bad king who clearly can't keep the fucking tenants for, what, five generations? And now ye per well, I I can understand. But, (laughs) and now ye purpose to keep under the children of Judah and Jerusalem for bondmen and bondwomen unto you. But are there not with you, even with you, sins against the Lord your God? Now hear me, therefore, and deliver the captives again which ye have taken captive of your brethren, for the fierce wrath of the Lord is upon you. All right. So he's he's thrown out there being like, hey, uh, this guy over here, uh, Haas, got punished because he was not good with the Lord. Um, Doesn't mean that we're exactly, you know, perfect souls either. Just throwing it out there, guys, we might want to return these captives and just go on our merry way before some bad shit befalls us. Then certain of the heads of the children of Ephraim, Azariah the son of Johanan, Berachiah the son of Mishlimoth, and Jehekiah the son of Shalom, and Amasa the son of Hadlai, stood up against them that came from the war, and said unto them, Ye shall not bring in captives hither. For whereas we have offended against the Lord already, ye intend to add more to our sins and to our trespass. For our trespass is great, and there is fierce wrath against Israel. You see, we're just hammering it home. So the armed men left the captives and the spoil before the princes and all the congregation. See you fuckers later. And the men which were expressed by name rose up and took the captives, and with the spoil clothed all that were naked among them, and arrayed them, and shod them, and gave them to eat, and to drink, and anointed them, and carried all the feeble of them upon asses, and brought them to Jericho the city of palm trees, to their brethren. Then they returned to Samaria. So he's like, all right, well, we, let's send them back. Okay. At the time, did King Ahaz send unto the kings of Assyria to help him? Oh, so he, this king didn't actually do this. He just sent a bunch of people and lost a couple of times. Still, not great. For again, the Edomites had come and smitten Judah and carried away captives. Fuck. And uh, the Philistines also had invaded the cities of the low country and of the south of Judah and had taken Beth Shemesh. And Agelon and uh, Gedaroth and Shoko and the, with the villages thereof. And Timnah with the villages thereof. Gimzo also with the villages thereof. And they dwelt there. For the Lord brought Judah low because of Ahaz, king of Israel. Okay. Wait a second. <laughs> that, that seems to be a hole. because well, I'm going to bring this whole place over here real shitty because of that guy way the fuck over there. Okay, he uh, for he made Judah naked and transgressed sore against the Lord. And Tilgath-Pilneser, king of Assyria, came unto him and distressed him, but strengthened him not. For Ahaz took away a portion out of the house of the Lord and out of the house of the king and of the princes, and gave it unto the king of Assyria, but he helped him not. And in the time of his distress did he trespass yet more against the Lord. This is that king Ahaz, for he sacrificed him to the gods of Damascus, which smote him. And he said, Because the gods of the kings of Syria help them, therefore will I sacrifice to them, that they may help me, but they were the ruin of him and all of Israel. All right. Even though the people of Damascus have been left alone pretty well. Right, like no one hears about them or Syria. They just kind of come up at the right time to be like, "Hey, can you go smite these guys for me? It'd be real great." <laughs> smite your own follower? Yeah, fuck them. Um. <laughs> uh. I mean, it, it That's why he's doing it, and it's going to lead to ruin, I suppose. But still, the the reasoning is is very much there. Of like, why the, the quit fucking us over, God? Uh, (laughs) And Ahaz gathered together the vessels of the house of God, and cut in pieces the vessels of the house of God, and shut up the doors of the house of the Lord. And he made him altars in every corner of Jerusalem. Oh, no, no, all right. And in every several city of Judah, he made high places to burn incense unto other gods, and provoked to anger the Lord God of his fathers. Now the rest of his acts, and of all his ways, first and last, behold, They are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. And Ahaz slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city, even in Jerusalem. But they brought him not into the sepulchers of the kings of Israel. And Hezekiah, his son, reigned in his stead. All right, chapter 29, everybody. Hezekiah is reigning now. So, uh, chapter 29, Hezekiah began to reign when he was five and twenty years old, and he reigned nine and twenty years in Jerusalem, good good amount, and his mother's name was Abijah, the daughter of Zechariah, and he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that David his father had done. He, in the first year of his reign, in the first month, opened the doors of the house of the Lord and repaired them, and like, opened those fuckers up. And he brought in the priests and the Levites and gathered them together into the east street and said unto them, Hear me, ye Levites, sanctify now yourself and sanctify the house of the Lord God of your fathers, and carry forth the filthiness out of the holy place. All right, let's clean up shop. For our fathers have trespassed and done that which which was evil in the eyes of the Lord our God and have forsaken him and have turned away their faces from the habitation of the Lord and turned their backs. Also they have shut up the doors of the porch, and put out the lamps, and have not burned incense, nor offered burnt offerings in the holy place unto the God of Israel. We need to start doing that shit. Wherefore the wrath of the Lord was upon Judah and Jerusalem, and he hath delivered them to trouble, to astonishment, and to hissing. And ye see with your as ye see with your eyes. He's like, look a-fucking-round you! For lo, our fathers have fallen by the sword, and our sons, and our daughters, and our wives are in captivity for this. Now it is in mine heart to make a covenant with the Lord God of Israel that his fierce wrath may turn away from us. And if it doesn't, we will fucking walk a fucking way from this fuck fuck fucker. <laughs> I'm sure he said exactly that. My sons, be, now, uh, be not now negligent, for the Lord hath chosen you to stand before him to serve him, and he should minister unto him and burn incense. <laughs> Seems like a small thing, but kill your cattle. Uh, then the Levites arose, Mahath, the son of Amasi, and Joel, the son of Azariah, and the sons of the Kohathites, and of the sons of Merari, Kish, the son of Abdi, and Azariah, the son of Jehalil, and of the Gershonites, Joah, Joah, uh, the son of Zima, and Eden, the son of Josh, Joah, again. Okay. Uh, and the sons of, oh, fuck. At least this doesn't go very far. And the sons of Elizaphan, Shimri, and Jeel, and out of the sons of Asaph, Zechariah, and Mataniah, and of the sons of Heman, Jeheel, and Shimei, and of the sons of jedathan uh, Shemaiah, and Uziel. And they g- Uziel's been here for fucking ever. And they gathered their brethren and sanctified themselves, and came according to the commandment of the king by the words of the Lord, to cleanse the house of the Lord. And the priests went into the inner part of the house of the Lord to cleanse it, and brought out all the uncleanliness that they they found in the temple of the Lord into the court of the house of the Lord uh, and the Levites took it to carry it out abroad to the Brook Kidron now they began on the first day of the first month to sanctify and on the eighth day of the month came they to the porch of the Lord so they sanctified the house of the Lord in eight days and in the 16th day of the first month they made an end two weeks and change then they went to Hezekiah the king and said, We have cleansed all the house of the Lord and the altar of the burnt offering with all the vessels thereof and the shewbread table uh, with all the vessels thereof. Moreover, all the vessels which King Ah-Ah-Sad Ahaz did in his reign did cast away in his transgression have we prepared and sanctified. And behold, they are before the altar of the Lord. Then Hezekiah the king rose early, gathered the rulers of the city and went up to the house of the Lord. And they brought seven bullocks and seven rams and seven lambs and seven he goats, which I'm, okay, uh, for a sin offering uh, for the kingdom, and for the sanctuary, and for Judah. And he commanded the priests, the sons of Aaron, to offer them on the altar of the Lord. So they killed the bullocks, and the priests received the blood and sprinkled it on the altar. Likewise, when they had killed the rams, they sprinkled the blood upon the altar. They killed also the lambs, and they sprinkled the blood upon the altar. And they brought forth the he-goats for the sin offering before the king and the congregation, and they laid their hands upon them. And the priests killed them. (laughs) Thank you. And they made reconciliation with their blood upon the altar to make an atonement for all Israel. For the king commanded that the burnt offering and the sin offering should be made for all Israel, not just the higher tier fuckers. And he set the Levites in the house of the Lord with cymbals, with psalteries and harps and according to the commandments of David and of Gad the king's seer and Nathan the prophet. For so was the commandment of the Lord by his prophets. So we're going to have some fucking music. And the Levites stood with the instruments of David and the priests with the trumpets and Hezekiah commanded to offer the burnt offering upon the altar. Yea. And when the burnt offering began, the song of the Lord began also with the trumpets. I bet it was like wop or something. Uh, and with the instruments ordained by David, king of Israel. <laughs> uh, and all the congregations worshipped and the singers sang and the trumpets, trumpeters sounded. And all this continued until the burnt offering was finished. And I don't know about you, but that barbecue would smell real fucking good after a while. Uh, and uh, when they made an end of offering, the king and all that were present with him bowed themselves and worshipped. Moreover, Hezekiah, the king, and the princes commanded the Levites to sing praise unto the Lord with the words of David and Asaph the seer. And they sang praises with gladness, and they bowed their heads and worshipped. All right. Uh, then Hezekiah answered and said, Now ye have consecrated yourselves unto the Lord. Come near and bring sacrifices and thank, uh, thank offerings. Uh, "...into the house of the Lord. And the congregation brought in sacrifices and thank offerings, and as many as were of uh, free heart-burning offerings." Burnt offering, okay. "...and of the number of burnt offerings which the congregation brought was three score and ten bullocks, an uh, hundred rams and two hundred lambs. All these were for a burnt offering to the Lord. And the consecrated things were six hundred oxen and three thousand sheep." Good Christ! but the priests were too few so they could not flay all the burnt offerings well hire fucking more wherefore their brethren the levites did help them till the work was ended and until the other priests sanctified themselves for the levites were more upright in heart to sanctify to sanctify themselves than the priests And also the burnt offerings were in abundance, with the fat of the peace offerings and the drink offerings for every burnt offering. So the service of the house of the Lord was set in order. And Hezekiah rejoiced and all the people that God had prepared the people, for the thing was done suddenly. (laughs) Fan-fucking-tastic. Ah, fuck it. Let's do one more. All right, guys, chapter 30. And Hezekiah sent to all Israel and Judah and wrote letters, uh, wrote letters also to Ephraim and Manasseh. They should come to the house of the Lord in Jerusalem uh, to keep the phakadak, to keep the Passover until the Lord of uh, Lord God of Israel. For the king had taken counsel and his princes and all the congregation of Jerusalem to keep the Passover in the second month. Okay for they could not keep it at the time because the priests had not sanctified themselves sufficiently. Neither had the people gathered themselves together to Jerusalem. And the thing pleased the king and all the congregation. So they established a decree to make proclamation throughout all Israel, from Beersheba even to Dan, that they should come to keep the Passover unto the Lord God of Israel at Jerusalem, for they had not done it for a long time in such sort as it was written. Okay, so they're just kind of scrambling at this point. So the posts went with the uh, letters to the king and his princes throughout all Israel and Judah, and according to his commandment of the king, saying, Ye children of Israel, turn again unto the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, and he will return the remnant of you that are escaped out of the hand of the kings of Assyria. And be not ye like your fathers and like your brethren, which trespassed against the Lord God of their fathers, who, therefore, gave them up to desolation as ye see. Now, be ye not stiff-necked. As your fathers were, but yield yourselves unto the Lord and enter into his sanctuary, which he hath sanctified for ever, and serve the Lord your God, that uh, the fierceness of his wrath may turn away from you. For if ye turn again unto the Lord, your brethren and your children shall find compassion before them that lead them captive, so that they shall come again into this land. For the Lord your God is gracious and merciful and will not turn away his face from you, he will, if ye return unto him. Well, the whole returning thing is kind of his His bag, but he needs you to turn away real fast. Because you turn away from him, he gets to throw a thunderbolt or kill everybody you've ever known or... Uh, well, unless you're, you know, if you're a king, you're pretty well safe most of the time. But if you're under some sort of king and he's like, you know, God fucking blows, you're probably going to die or be taken captive and some terrible things are going to happen to you in this sense. But that's the old days. This is the new days of some shit. Anyway, where was I? Uh, so the posts passed from city to city through the country of Ephraim and Manasseh, even unto Zebulun which nobody goes to fucking Zebulun, but they left them to scorn and mock them. Nevertheless, divers of Asher and Manasseh and of Zebulun humbled themselves and came to Jerusalem, all the fucking way to Jerusalem. Also in Judah, the hand of God was given them one heart to do the commandment of the king and of the princes by the word of the Lord. Don't quite understand what the fuck that means, but the Zelda brain in me says like, oh good, everybody got a heart. And they assembled at Jerusalem, uh, much people to keep the feast of the unleavened bread in the second month, a very great congregation. Well, if everybody showed up, yeah, it'd be fucking huge. And they arose and took away the altars that were in Jerusalem, and all the altars for incense took they away and cast them into the brook Kidron. Fuck it. Then they killed the Passover on the fourteenth day of the second month, and the priests and the Levites were ashamed and sanctified themselves, and brought in the burnt offerings into the house of the Lord. And they stood in their place after their manner, according to the law of Moses, the man of God. The priests sprinkled the blood which they received at the hand of the Levites. For there were many in the congregation that were not sanctified. Well, they're the masses, what do you expect? Therefore, the Levites had the charge of the killing of the Passovers for every one that was not clean to sanctify them unto the Lord, which doesn't make much sense. And I I feel I feel that that's a little sketchy. Oh, this one's not clean. I got to go over in the back and make sure it's good to go. (laughs) It's probably fine. For a multitude of people, even many of Ephraim and Manasseh, Issachar and Zebulun, had not cleansed themselves, yet did they eat the Passover otherwise that it was written. But Hezekiah prayed for them, saying, The good Lord pardon everyone. Thanks, buddy, that prepareth his heart to seek God, the Lord God of his fathers, though he be not cleansed according to the purification of the sanctuary. And the Lord hearkened to Hezekiah and healed the people. Oh. Clean, meaning they're not diseased. Got it. Still kind of feel like the people of the Levites were like, eh, we could probably just hack off the leg of this goat and this and that. We just, you know, we just got to do a little bit more hacking and whatnot. for the. We're just burning it, right? Oh, sh- shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. We actually eat these fucking things, I think, probably. I think it was talked about earlier that we get to eat the fucking barbecue all the fucking time. And you know what? Anything that's kind of left over, we get to fucking take home. Oh my God, who gives a shit? And everyone thinks we're fucking great. So fuck off, shut the fuck up. This is a great fucking deal and I am not about to fuck it up. So yay God, but you know, barbecue constantly. Anyway, um, so everybody's been cleaned of diseases. And the children of Israel that were present at Jerusalem kept the feast of unleavened bread seven days with great gladness, and the Levites and the priests praised the Lord day by day, singing with loud instruments unto the Lord. Hooray! And the last can of huhash was given to the Grinch. And uh, Hezekiah spake comfortably unto all the Levites that taught the good knowledge of the Lord. Uh-huh. And they did eat throughout the feast seven days, offering peace offerings and making confession to the Lord God of their fathers. And the whole assembly took counsel to keep other seven days and they kept other seven days with gladness for hezekiah king of judah did give to the congregation a thousand bullocks and seven thousand sheep and the princes gave the congregation a thousand bullocks and ten thousand sheep which seems like the same number and a great number of priests sanctified themselves hooray and all the congregation of Judah with the priests and the Levites and all the congregation that came out of Israel and the strangers that came out of the land of Israel and that dwelt in Judah, rejoiced. Yay! And they were great joy in Jerusalem. Yay! For since the time of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, there was not the like in Jerusalem. Then the priests and Levites arose bless and blessed the people, and their voice was heard, and their prayer came up to his holy dwelling place, even unto heaven. And God went, what the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, that's fucking funny. All right. Well, that's enough for me. Uh, I will probably do another episode on maybe Friday, but it'll be the New Year's. So yeah, don't hold your breath. Um, thank you for listening. Please leave a five-star review. That'd be fantastic. And you have been gospel to by the stupid.